Let's talk about COVID-19 vaccines and where the gubernatorial candidates stand on the issue of possibly mandating that for your kids to go to school. We'll get to that coming up here in moments. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Don't forget, you can donate to Real Men Wear Pink, WMAY.com slash pink. I've raised over $1,300 so far. That's why my nails are pink. Megan did a fantastic job, including a nice uh, white ribbon on my pink fingernail. Uh, so uh, I was able to raise 1300 but if I get to $4,000, I'm going to dye my hair pink, all right? So breast cancer awareness, our efforts helped out by Heartland Hearing. Better Hearing starts today. Again, go to WMAY.com slash pink and find out how you can donate to my Real Men Wear Pink campaign. All right, so Pfizer has said that uh, they're going to be able to offer up the COVID-19 vaccines for about $110 to $130 per dose. That's after taxpayers have already foot the bill for 375 million doses of the vaccine. And uh, they've uh, also paid for 12 million doses of the updated booster shot. So this is obviously something that um, we're going to see more of, uh, especially as the CDC recently uh, approved the COVID-19 vaccine for the list of uh, childhood vaccines, and we'll touch on that here in a moment. Uh, but Pfizer saying that they're going to be able to charge up to $130 for the COVID-19 vaccine uh, when the U.S. government stops buying the shots, and you are the U.S. government. So you've uh, been spending quite a bit. How much? Well, this might give you a little bit of an indication. Uh, the vaccine brought in $36.7 billion in revenue last year alone for Pfizer. Uh, so that uh, kind of shows you just how much money they're making off of the COVID-19 vaccine. 217-629-7970. That's the phone number here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. And we can, uh, of course, take your calls as they come in. Good morning. You are on WMAY. What's going on? What are your thoughts? Good morning. And everything's doing fine today. The weather's nice outside. As far as my thoughts are concerned on this shot, you have the Democrats telling us that you have to have a shot to go to school. So they're taking away our freedom of choice. But yet they're telling us that we want the freedom of choice to uh, do birth control and abortion. So does the Democrats actually know what they're doing? Well, it's interesting when you when you raise that kind of uh, what some people see as a bit of a uh, uh, not so equal position, right? Uh, some people might point out and say it's hypocritical to say you have to have the shot while um, you also say my body, my choice when it comes to abortion. Now, what I've heard is pushback to that is that uh, the COVID vaccine is meant so you don't kill your grandma or that you don't spread it to somebody else. But here's the thing. Ah, even the CDC director recently got a COVID-19 booster. And guess what? She got COVID. She still got COVID. She still got COVID. So it's obvious that uh, the COVID vaccine does not stop transmission, uh, which kind of pushes again back against those who say that you have to get the shot. Uh, and we've already seen mandates in place. Uh, we've seen mandates in place for college kids in the state of Illinois. Even after the governor lifted his executive order about COVID-19 vaccine mandates uh, for college kids, some colleges still kept that mandate in place. 
mandates for uh, for those who work in Illinois prisons, uh, mandates for uh, K through 12 staff, and they had to test regularly up to a certain point. Now the governor's relaxed that. Uh, but what about uh, K through 12 schools? We'll get to that in a moment here, and also share with you what uh, some of the gubernatorial candidates have had to say about this. But your phone calls at two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Greg. Uh, I want to know how they can legally do this while it's still under emergency authorization. Well, when you bring that up also, um, you've got people who say, oh, it has been authorized. It's it's fully authorized. Even IDPH pushed back uh, when I would ask them if they had the comernity, which I think is what it was actually authorized. But from my understanding, yeah. and I haven't seen it yet, uh, I don't know if that's uh, accessible. And you can't just go out and buy a vial of comernity from, from what I understand. I might correct. be wrong on so that. Still, no, you're absolutely correct. So every time you're still taking the emergency authorization drug, there's certain legal impunity that they get while it's underneath that process. This is this. We understand that they're in court in Europe and already said we had no clue if it was going to be effective or not. We've been doing this for two years. We've noticed that it's not effective because people that are fully vaccinated and boosted are still coming down with it. Fauci, the CDC director, we're seeing deaths. We're seeing mitochondria. I mean, there is mitocarditis and in, in youths. Uh, you had the the Florida Surgeon General put out their research that uh, was rather alarming. I'm not sure why that hasn't uh, uh, been picked up by the news or even if it was considered by the CDC before they uh, uh, earlier this month said, no, we'll go ahead and place that on the uh, the schedule for kids. Hey, I appreciate the call. We'll get to more of them. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Your thoughts on this? Yes, it was supposed to be the vaccine's job to protect the person taking the vax from from the virus, okay? And then I recently saw a picture of Mayor Lightfoot. She had a little pin on that said, bans off our bodies. And I think that's quite hypocritical when, you know, they want to try to force other people to take the vaccination. Got your comment, 217-629-7970. We'll get to this one, and then I'll share with you kind of what some of the gubernatorial candidates from Illinois have to say about this. Spoiler, I have yet to get a statement from uh, the governor, uh, but we do have uh, the the stance from Darren Bailey and also from the Libertarian candidate. We'll share with you in a moment. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Good morning, Greg. I want old Greg, the old fiery foil hat Greg, Conspiracy theory, Greg. This is the drug companies, buddy. They didn't get enough of them vaccines pushed out like they thought. They're looking at the they government still, going, hey, But they still made $36 billion dollars off of what they've it, uh, put out you, there so far. You, but you promised me there'd be a lot more of these shots going out. Let's get the mandates rolling again. Let's get these back on the shelves, baby. Jeez. Oh, Appreciate the call. I don't know sometimes. I, I don't know if he's tongue-in-cheek half the time he calls or what, but uh, kind of... Uh, Interesting to hear. Um, all right, let's get to uh, where the uh, the various candidates uh, land on this uh, when it comes to mandating COVID-19 vaccines for school kids. So some of Illinois' gubernatorial candidates uh, letting their, uh, their position be known. This after an advisory panel with the CDC approved adding COVID-19 vaccines to the list of childhood vaccines for the 2023 schedule. Now, the CDC said on Twitter, states establish vaccine requirements for school children, not the advisory. Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, 
or CDC. Now, that's prompted people uh, raising concerns that there could be a future mandate for children to get vaccinated from COVID before they go to school. Governors and gubernatorial candidates from across the, the country have been announcing their positions ahead of the November 8th election. Now, Illinois state law, it says immunizations shall be required in accordance with rules created by the Illinois Department of Public Health. Now, I reached out to the Illinois Department of Public Health Friday, but the agency wouldn't say if they plan to make such rules after the CDC's recommendations. Incumbent Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker, he had previously had a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for college students and staff and K-12 staff, but has since relaxed those. His office and campaign didn't return messages seeking comment. He didn't take questions at a public campaign event Thursday. Now, the governor had previously said that uh, the CDC will reflect guidance uh, on issues surrounding COVID-19. He said that I think they're doing good work on this. That was whenever the CDC changed some guidance over this past summer. Republican gubernatorial candidate Darren Bailey, he uh, made a uh, statement uh, via Twitter saying that uh, the governor, uh, as governor, Uh, His administration will oppose mandating COVID-19 vaccines for grade school, college, and employment. Uh, We all know that mandate candidate J.B. Pritzker will force it on your kids because he thinks the government knows better than parents. Uh, So, again, that's uh, the the Republican gubernatorial candidate, uh, Darren Bailey, and his position on uh, whether or not, if he was elected governor, he would mandate uh, COVID-19 vaccines on school kids. I reached out to the Libertarian candidate, Scott Schluter, to hear his take on this. Uh, Here's what he had to say. Virtually all situations... Uh, healthcare should be decision between a patient and their doctor. I don't think the government really needs to be involved in those decisions at all. And I am against mandates pretty well of of all uh, of all kinds. Now, if there are COVID nineteen vaccine mandates for school kids to attend, Schluter foresees some political consequences. A lot of people are are have had enough. They they are well past their tipping point when it comes to to mandates and government you know, involvement in their life and intrusion into their decision making. And I I think that uh, what you'll see is a a lot more school choice pop up. So, uh, again, giving you a bit of uh, a lay of the land of where these gubernatorial candidates uh, stand on COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Meanwhile, you've got uh, the group Informed Consent Action Network, uh, and uh, they're actually saying that they're preparing to sue any state that requires the COVID-19 vaccine in order to attend grade school. Uh, A statement from the group says ICANN has told us it will financially support and challenge against any state. So if all 50 states require to attend school, ICANN will support challenges and the mandate in every single one of those states. Uh, is this going to be an issue for you heading to the polls? Whether or not the uh, gubernatorial candidate uh, is going to require COVID-19 vaccines for school kids. Uh, This, again, following the CDC's uh, recommendation that uh, the COVID-19 vaccine be placed on the schedule for kids, for youth. And uh, while the CDC says they they don't mandate things for schools, it could very easily trickle down 
to the, uh, the, the, the schools through state law in Illinois that has the Department of Public Health crafting those rules. Now, a list of IDPH immunization requirements for 2021 linked from the Illinois State Board of Education website. It produced a page not found error. I was trying to see, well, what other vaccines are on that? I couldn't find that list on uh, IDPH's website. And IDPH's link for ages 0 through 18 immunization schedules, it links to the CDC's 2022 document. So you can imagine that the 2023 document that the CDC just authorized, uh, that could land as a link to IDPH's website for the immunization schedule for youth. All right, uh, a, a lot more to come on that. There's no question. Again, a week and two, uh, rather a day and two weeks before the November 8th election. It's just around the corner. I'm really, I, I don't know. I kind, I kind of, I, I can't wait for it to happen. But then again, I want it to be done so that we can uh, start uh, letting all the dust settle, so to speak. It is Springfield's morning news. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY Springfield's news.